All right, hello everybody. Welcome to Office of Coding as we got so much to talk about in this episode. Let's start with our NFL news. Thank you, Cody. NFL news. Well, fellas, uh, I, unless you were under a rock, uh, I think the world knows that uh, the Niners and the Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl. Um, but uh, in more important news, the Falcons have picked uh, um, Raheem Morris as their uh, new head coach, despite having two interviews with Bill Belichick. Um, thought that was kind of interesting. Um, the uh, Lions uh, offensive uh, coordinator uh, allegedly is off limits. He's waived off any head coaching uh, interview request. Really? He's staying with the Lions. Uh, that's interesting because I think he was on the uh, short list uh, for the Hawks. I did see that. Yeah, I guess uh, um, what I saw today was that uh, he said thank you, but uh, I'm good. So uh, kind of interesting. I, I did see that uh, Schneider was chasing a defensive coordinator from uh, – or he requested an interview with uh, a defensive coordinator. I don't remember who now, but I thought it was interesting that you would chase any coach, offensive, defensive, before having a head coach. Now, is he chasing them to keep them in their um, coordinator role, or is he chasing them to get him into the – Yeah. Because uh, that's that's a good point. It wasn't it wasn't specific. It made it sound like they were just looking for another defensive coordinator, but I thought that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think our. But maybe you're right. Maybe I think our D coordinator is still here. I know we got rid of uh, our O coordinator, but I think our D coordinator is still here. Right. Okay. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe maybe you're uh, right. So. Um, this uh, this next bit of news, uh, I don't know if you guys have followed, but uh, Melanie brought it up today that um, so Christian McCaffrey, uh, son of Ed McCaffrey, if he hoists the uh, Lombardi Trophy as uh, champions of the Super Bowl, um, it'll be only the second time in the NFL that a father son duo have hoisted. Uh, the Lombardi Trophy for the same team. For the same. Who was the first? For the same team. So, for the same team. I. I thought Ed McCaffrey was a Bronco. He was. Okay. But he was also a 49er, as it turns out. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even uh, put the two and two together that that was his son until you said something right now. <laughs> yeah, so Ed McCaffrey, uh, he he won uh, he won uh, one with the Niners and two with the Broncos. Now, okay, Shane, you asked a question. Who was the first? I looked this up. I cannot find. There's only five father-son duos that have reached the Super Bowl. Um, Howie Long and Chris Long, okay, are on the short list. There is uh, three, okay, so there's a father and two sons, all punters, 
that reached the Super Bowl. Um, there is, um, gosh, Davis. This would probably be a good trivia thing, but uh, here I'm gonna. I, I mean, it's just I did not find an answer to that question, Shane. I I don't know who the first is, it, and it doesn't state it in the Sports Illustrated article. So, I, I the media today is is ridiculous. I I don't get it. Like, why why would you say they're the second time and not say who the first ones were? Um, but anyway. Um, so five other father-son duos. Uh, so I mentioned Howie Long, Chris Long, Bob Greasy, and Brian Greasy, right? Okay. Um, I think most of us remember them. Ronnie Lott and his son Ryan uh, made it to uh, the Super Bowl. And then a uh, Bruce Davis and his son Bruce Davis II. Um, the Punters. Okay, Colquitts. Okay, apparently that is a punting name because three punters, the dad and the two boys, and all of them have reached the Super Bowl. The Colquitts. Congrats uh, to them. So, do we blame Sports Illustrated for not being thorough, or do we blame Melanie for not being thorough to bring that Ooh. to the attention of the podcast? Wow. I think we all know where uh, Roy's boat goes. It's an interesting conundrum. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave that to the viewers to decide. <laughs> but for future reference, if you are going to bring an article or a bit of news uh, forward for the cast uh, pod, uh, uh, let's let's make sure we have all the I's uh, dotted and T's crossed, right, guys? Uh, right, guys. I was gonna say I'm gonna start asking trivia questions and not have the answer for them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if the standard is that you don't need the answer, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I was trying to think there was something else. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Did you guys see the rivalry? Uh, going the goings on between uh, the speaking of punters, uh, Justin Tucker and Mahomes. Yep, I, I did see that. I love uh, it. I was gonna sure ask the group, see. yeah, I, I was gonna ask the group where they fell on who was to blame on uh, the scuffle. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah, is everybody who's, who's seen it? Who's everybody they, aware? They have answer who's, who's wrong? Is everybody aware of this uh, situation, Kurt? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw it. You saw it. Okay, so you guys were talking about it at the one eight seven today. Cody, did you did you uh, hear about it? Yeah, I did not. Okay. Well, I'll just give it to you in a nutshell. Pre-game warm-ups. Apparently, uh, Tucker he has his thing, uh, and uh, you know I don't want to shade you one side or the other so i'll say that uh, mahomes has his thing hunters kickers they get to do their thing on either end of the field and during pre-game warm-ups as do uh, opposing team quarterbacks and home team quarterbacks and uh apparently uh mahomes uh did not care for um tucker uh kicking into the end zone that he was warming up in and he kept uh uh, well, he started by uh, booting his uh, his kicking holder or his ball holder, his uh, kicking tee. 
uh, and then uh, it, it involved Kelsey later. I don't know if you guys read that far into it, but uh, it, it, it got a little more involved. But anyway, so that in a nutshell is the, uh, the case. So Shane, you asked the question, who's wrong, who's right? Yeah, correct. Um, I'll start with uh, my initial thought was that uh, Mahomes and Kelsey are a bunch of bitches and they were kicking stuff out of the way. But as I found out more, I was curious why the kicker had to be right in the middle of the field on the end zone. So I actually I fall more on the kicker being at fault. But initially I was angry at, uh, at the Chiefs. But I guess it's very easy to not root for Mahomes at this point because, you know, if you win everything, I'm just uh, – I go on the other side. So uh, I will say that my final answer is it was the kicker's fault. Yeah. Um, well, in reading the article, um, I, I, uh, I, I uh, extracted that uh, apparently Mahomes has been doing the same warm-up routine for seven years, and Justin Tucker – has been doing the same warm-up routine for 12 years. And both parties say that the only time there's ever been a conflict is when those two teams come together. Uh, Mahomes says he's only ran into this three times, and all three times we're playing Baltimore. Tucker says, uh, you know, this has only happened three times, and it's when they play the Chiefs, right? What's my opinion uh, I, Shane, I agree. I'm with you. I despise Kelsey and Mahomes and the Chiefs in general. Um, and um, I mean, it's a kicker, uh, for God's sakes. Why, uh, why are we messing with the? You know what? What did the placement of the ball? Uh, how did it impact um, Mahomes' routine? Um, I don't know. They must obviously they've had some dust ups before. There's history there. I, I I think as a visiting team you take the high road and you know, if it's not impacting anything technically, uh why why get involved? But it seems like uh, you know, somebody wanted to make a point uh there and that's what they did. That's my opinion. Uh yeah, I agree with both of you. My, I, at first, it, there's two schools of thoughts. It is first off, uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. Uh, again, I think we can all be agreed on here that uh, nobody really likes them that much outside of Kansas City. Uh, like you said, Roy, like it's a kicker. Like you, you don't get to pick on a kicker. Um, yeah. But on the flip side, what what kind of a kicker? Like Shane pointed out. What do you, what exactly are you doing in warmups? Uh, kicking the ball from the one yard line? Like, what are you practicing for there? I, I, I think it may have been a little bit of uh, gamesmanship on both sides. Yeah, I think what both sides got the outcome they were expecting. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I, and we've seen kickers that have kicked into the other team, right? Or punters into the other team's warmups during, you know, during, yeah. during warmups. That, you know, well, that seems like it happens every game. There. You know, they're not yeah. doing it to be jerks, but it's almost like an unwritten rule of warmups. Like, hey, I, my guy's going to punt towards you guys. You know, we'll have one of our staffers down there to catch it. But well, uh, it never seems to be an issue before. 
I think Tucker, uh, I think his side would be saying, look, he, he, he's working from both end zones, mind you, right? So he's, he's trying, uh, you know, the north end zone, he's trying the south end zone, the east and west. He's, he's reading the winds, he's throwing the grass in the air, you know, he's, he's putting it all together, right? That's his, uh, that's his uh, take on it. Cody, uh, who would you put the bulk of the blame on here? <clears throat> kind of hard to say. I mean, I'm pretty sure hasn't Tucker been doing that for like what 12 years? I think he's been practicing like that during warm up. That's his statement. Yes. I mean, honestly, I think it's just the rivalry between both of them. They just probably just don't like each other, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. You know, what would have been great is if okay. So on the video, first Mahomes kicks this stuff out of the way, right? And then he puts it back, and then Kelsey grabs it and, like, throws it out of the way, right? Kind of made more of a, a scene out of it, right? It would have been awesome if Justin Tucker got a hold of one of Mahomes' balls and booted it to the 300 level. Just kick, you know, just <laughs> get that thing out of there and just really, like, cause a big scene. Because yeah. obviously it was a <laughs> right? And it's just a, a kicker down there defending himself in front of all the Chiefs. Right. Now, now Shane, what if Mahomes, you know – grabs the ball and then he drop kicks it you know in or tries to drop kick it in the crowd and flops hilariously in front of the visiting you know as, as a visitor but or, or or he hurts himself he, he slips and pulls something you know that would have been epic i i like your approach i would encourage mahomes next time to go into baltimore and kick uh t- kick tucker's balls that's my take okay that's all i had for the news i just uh there was a whole bunch of crap about the super bowl and everything the one uh feel good story might be the mccaffrey story hate that it's the niners there um dang it the lions blew it but um McCaffrey at least isn't a lifelong 49er. He 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 put in his time with uh, a team that was mediocre, right? Yeah. And so now he's finally got a chance. And uh, you know, if if he gets a ring, and I I don't think this uh, first team uh, in Sports Illustrated's article that they referred to exists. And I tell you one thing, I doubt. Because the other part of this article is both Ed McCaffrey and Christian McCaffrey were Stanford guys. So, you know, probably first time in history two Stanford alum uh, hoist the trophy uh, for the same team, uh, assuming they win. Well, and assuming you have good sources. Right. And, yeah, assuming, yeah, the people that uh, see these stories uh, from Sports Illustrated uh, are legit. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, anyway, that's what I got. Uh, what, what, uh, Cody, what uh, happened with the picks? What's our final tally? So, the final tallies, I know me and Shane pretty much ended up with a zero, but you and oh. her, so, Dad ended up with a one. Kurt ended up with a two. 
So that does mean you and Kurt are tied up 45. Me and Kurt are tied? Okay, yeah. we got to go. Uh, we got It's coming down to the Super Bowl. Well, well, well. I guess the groundhog saw his shadow, and there will be picks to be made. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, since we are both tied for first place, we can't pick the same team. So how do we decide who gets to pick first? Hmm. I feel like it might be a little well, bit laggy for the, you know, rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. You, there is also a train of thought that um, the champion of the fantasy How did I know was that was coming out? Oh, How did I know? I, you know what? I, in in uh, all honesty, I, I think that that's a fair uh, – I think that's a fair uh, tiebreaker. I will uh, okay. I will defer to well, you to how, pick. How about how about we do it this way? How about we flip a coin, but the person the the uh, that uh, I'll I'll choose a side of the coin. All right, we can do that. Yeah, but it's got to be either uh, Shane or uh, Cody that flips it. Okay, Cody, okay. do you have a coin nearby or Shane? I did. I got one right here. I got one right here. Okay, uh, uh, Shane, make sure you hold the hold the coin up to the uh, the camera, both sides. Shane, hold, hold on, I don't have one. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, go to commercial. <laughs> hey, while he's gone, um, what do you make of uh, Dan Campbell? Not. Sticking to his uh, uh, ultra aggressive ethos and, and not kicking that three. I, you know, I, my so I've got a fair amount. Of, there's a, a few friends of mine that from the automotive industry um, that I've worked with over the years from Detroit. And oh my God, yeah, they're all want you know it. it they call it the equivalent of Pete Carroll passing the ball instead of running the ball um, in the Super Bowl. I disagree. However, yeah, it's it's uh, it's in the same vein, but it's definitely not as bad. I agree. Um, yeah, I did. I I could not believe. Yeah, you don't take the three, and you 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 take your home crowd and or well you don't have your home crowd but you take some of that momentum you re- regroup uh you slow them down something i mean man they just it felt so good in that first half oh they yeah they, just jamming them i thought that they, oh man there's no way that the niners are gonna be able to slow these guys down I, you know i was thinking it was gonna be a route and i was i was pretty fired up i don't know what uh, was said to the niners defense at halftime but man it it, it got them going yeah, when he when he went well, for it on that fourth yeah. down, you know, I thought, man, this is going to come back and bite him. Yeah. Not to um, rub it in any more than I have to, but um, I was invited. Uh, there's a champion of Champions League that Yahoo Sports invites you to, I guess, when you finish, you know, number one. 
And so you get this opportunity, you get a budget though. Okay. So you got $150 and you pick guys based on that. And they only give you two games. So you don't get to pick the same guys twice, but I had, um, McCaffrey and I had the two running backs I picked was McCaffrey and, uh, the, um, what's his name for uh, Detroit that was going off um gibbs i think and uh and then i had a flex guy was that laporta mm-hmm. um i mean i was ranking up the points with those guys i finished out of a hundred and seventy thousand i finished in the top ten thousand i finished at t- well ten thousand nine something so but anyway uh it you know just like i did my uh, fantasy season and uh you know as i should That's cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, I guess if you finished, you had to finish in the top ten, unfortunately, to get any money out of the deal, real money. And uh, actually, after I scrolled down, the top person got like a hundred and fifty bucks, and everybody below that got like five dollars, all the way down to a dollar. So yeah, you know, if if you get anything, uh, you know. I guess uh, years ago when Yahoo Sports first started out, they handed they uh, fantasy owners they sent jerseys they sent or shirts they sent shirts that said Yahoo Sports Champion. Shane, you remember that? Uh, Roy, I never won, so no, I do not remember that. Oh, that's right. You didn't see me wearing one though. <laughs> okay, here's the other question. What's the over-under on how long Roy is going to rub it in our nose that he won the league? I would say six months. Yeah, yeah, say, when does uh, when's the next season start? It, it probably will be about a year because you know, all next season we're going to have to hear, well, you know when I won last year. Yes, it, true. I don't think we're going to hear the end of it until a new champion is crowned. And God help us if he uh, repeats. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know what your guys's organizational level is comes to your pictures or screenshots on your cell phones, but I have an album, saved items. You know, things that I have to refer to often. And um, that screenshot that I uh, sent to the team today uh, is in that saved items. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. Future reference. It's a tag. Is is that is that a favorite? Yeah, it, it made one of 11 favorites. <laughs> okay, Shane, I presume you found a coin. Yes, I have a coin. It is a shiny nickel uh, okay. head and a tail. So how do we do okay. this, Roy, to ensure that there is no shenanigans? Uh, are you going to write it down? Or are you going to call it ahead of time? What's going on? Um, okay, you know what? I will write it on a piece of paper, Shane. You flip it, and I will show it. Yep. Um, yes. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, Riveting for the listeners at home. <laughs> yes. Uh, they can't see this, but uh, Shane, um, you shall read it as soon as you can. Um, and uh, okay. okay. I flip it right now. Flip. Flip. Flip away. Right there. Okay. I got an answer. And the answer okay. is... See it? The answer is tails. Tails. Okay. Sleot. It looks it like Sleot. 
Oh, that's backwards. Yeah, tails. Slea. Was it tails? Yeah. It was tails. It you won. Tail. It is a tail. Okay. Um, I. I will take. The 49ers. Okay. There it is. Mark it, mark it down, Cody. Yeah, write it, <laughs> Cody. For the record, I hope that you're both wrong. All oh, right. There, there's no winner here. <laughs> no. no <there> <laughs> Undisputed champion uh, to be uh, crowned uh, next week. Now – it could be an interesting conundrum should the Chiefs win and Kurt wins the picks. And, uh, I mean, we'll have two champions on the show. It's very true. And who's to say, you know, which which is more important? Well. <laughs> the guy that arbitrarily picks teams uh, or the guy that puts together a team and Sets a lineup and actually has to do research. Who's to say? <laughs> well, I didn't do either of those things. <laughs> so the arbitrary part, yes. I I had another uh, suggestion. Now that we've made our picks for something that okay. we can do, um, since the game's in, a, in two weeks, uh, in 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 between, uh, sometime in between now and our uh, post Super Bowl um, podcast. I would like to uh, send out some, uh, what do they call them, prop bets. And we'll make some picks on some prop bets. You know, the whole uh, how long is the national anthem, that kind of thing. Okay. So maybe I'll send out like a, 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 a text with like 10 prop bets on it. And we can all make our picks okay. for that. Cody, what do you think of that? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I think that would be uh, interesting. Since uh, at least give us something to pay attention to during the game, because I don't personally, I don't really care about the outcome of this game. No, me neither. Uh, I, I can't uh, can't uh, agree more. Um, Kurt, do you want to start another? Are we running running up on it? Uh, we'll Three minutes. We can start another one, though. Oh, Shane, uh, do you want to um, do you want to roll in a uh, a sponsor uh, for our oh, next sure. segment? Yeah, we can roll a sponsor. I forgot right to now. do that for the news. No problem. We got one here. Um, this is brought to you by uh, Dry January. Uh, did you participate in this media hype health scam? Have you gone the entire month and not felt any of the health benefits? Congratulations. You have now confirmed that not drinking has similar benefits to drinking. And your body told you that it prefers that you drink. So pour a strong one, gentlemen, and enjoy. Oh, perfect. We'll, uh, we'll go to part two on that one. Yeah, yes, it is. Dry January continues. It does. Uh, I've got, uh, what, two days here. Uh, yeah, it's, i got to make it through tonight and tomorrow night, and then it's, uh, it's game on. There's a chance I might not be making it into work on Friday. 
<laughs> Nobody's ever celebrated February the 1st as much as I have, or as much as I plan on. All right, let's roll into the next one. Got it. All right, and welcome back to Office of Polling as we are moving to a different discussion, I believe, or whatever we're doing next. Yeah, um, okay, so uh, do we want to talk about some of the games last week? Uh, do you guys have some thoughts? Uh, I know Kurt and I touched on some things while Shane was uh, searching for a nickel. Yeah, I, I got I got one thought, and we'll... <laughs> We'll roll it into a sponsor of the new segment here. So this is brought to you by watching the AFC championship game in a Las Vegas sports book. If you want to see grown men cry for joy and also grown men cry real tears of sadness, I've never seen more money lost in one room in my life. I can only imagine what the Super Bowl looks like. I'm telling you, the back and forth when Lamar threw the pick in the end zone when they were about to score, and when Zay Flowers fumbled when he was going in the end zone, I'm telling I don't know how much money these guys had, but they had you know, they were in the, the Las Vegas sports book in the Rio. That's where we were at, the Rio. And they were uh, they even reserved the booth, you know, where you have your own booth and your own TV and the whole thing. Uh -huh. I mean, guys, I don't know how much money these guys were winning and losing, but there was people literally, tr their tears were coming out of their face because oh, the Ravens lost. I wasn't a part of the Niners game. I didn't see that part. But that game, the back and forth at the very end called the last eight minutes of that game, oh, my God. People were stressing out so bad. Very heavy Chiefs fan um, presence, though, comparatively. Really? Yeah, very heavy. Then maybe it's just the red sticks out more than a, a black or purple in a jersey or shirt or something. But um, yeah, more people cheering when the Chiefs were doing well than when the Ravens were. Um, crazy experience, though. I mean, how much? Can't even believe how much money changes hands. And that was one sports book in one casino, let alone everything else. Yeah, that's awesome. That'd be that'd be a cool place to go watch a game at. Yeah, they um, even the cheapest uh, hotel rooms in Vegas were going for what we heard were, were going for six hundred bucks a night really? uh, for Ooh. Super Bowl weekend because Super Bowl's in, in Vegas this week. Right, and we were there to watch Ashley's bowling tournament, so we weren't there to, to be there. We just happened to be there during the championship games. But what an experience! Pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. And for the record, I uh, I did bet one game. I bet the. Uh, the Ravens to win <laughs> and the over, which neither one of those worked. And uh, so my betting is consistent no matter what state I'm in. Perfect. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. What do you, you know, you, you gave it a, uh, you, you gave it a good run, Shane. So if I've heard a term, I've heard a term called girl math, okay? Some of our wives may know girl math, right? It means that basically there's ways of saving money when you don't really save any money, but it's girl math and right. you save money, right? So here's my, here's my girl math that I saved money. Um, 
I was going to bet big. I don't bet big, but I was going to bet big on the Ravens winning. I thought the Ravens were going to blow them out. Okay. So let's hypothetically say that I was going to bet a hundred dollars. Now I didn't, but if I was going to bet a hundred dollars on the Ravens, at the very last minute, I changed my mind and I only bet $20 on the Ravens. Girl math means that I won $80. Right. You're hundred percent correct. That's girl math. Yeah. Kurt, you know girl math, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> Roy, if you're not familiar with girl math, ask uh, Kayla or Emily. They so, will know. Yeah. So, Roy, an example of girl math, and sorry to uh, to mansplain this, but uh, <laughs> that's when you go to uh, you go to Target, spend three hundred dollars so you can get the uh, twenty dollar off uh, coupon. You just made twenty dollars. <laughs> Right. You always round down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for all our female listeners out there, mansplaining is when a man explains something. <laughs> I love it. Uh... <laughs> I talk tough on podcasts I know my wife's not going to listen to. Transactions on the yard, the yard sale. So I don't it know. It doesn't yet. matter what you spent, as long as you made twenty dollars. Right. Yeah. Then you made twenty dollars. It all works out. Yep. I got it. Okay. Girl math. I like it. <laughs> uh, Cody, uh, what uh, what did you think about? Uh, the uh, the uh, games last weekend. Did you get a chance to watch them? Shush. Shut up. Uh, I kind of watched bits and pieces. I mean, I did see Detroit leading for a little bit against San Francisco, honestly. I think. And then towards the end, I kind of watched it also. But, you know, it's crazy how that lead was. And then somehow they still lost. Yeah. Uh, Shane, uh, something that Kurt and I were talking about uh, uh, when you were away for a minute there, uh, and you know some of the guys uh, in Michigan um, uh, that uh, I worked with. Uh, Lefty Miller was one of them, uh, a show listener occasionally. Uh, he's uh, the the comment they made was uh, the uh, the Co- Quinn's decision. Or uh, Campbell's decision to not kick the field goal was the equivalent of Pete Carroll not uh, running the ball um, in the Super Bowl, and I, I strongly disagree. Yeah, I think that that is its own category, honestly, and that I don't know if there's any other decision in that category. That's a tough one to try to blend together. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Uh, anytime you put the, you, you know, your game in a kicker's hand, 
but going for it on what was it fourth and three? Yeah, it was like it was a pretty short dowage, but I mean they were on like the thirty yard line going in or something like that. Like it was a yeah, basically a chip shot field goal. Should have been. I just think every time you get a chance to put points on the board, you should. I yeah. Mean, it, how many times does that come back and kick you because you you skipped it because some you know formula tells you analytics tells you to do certain things, but. I'm a big believer. Just keep putting points on the board because the Niners can put, they can score fast. Yeah, it's like, it, especially against a team like the Niners. Especially, yeah. I mean, they, that whole second half, it seemed like the Niners had momentum going for them. So when you do yeah, get a chance to, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing uh, fires up the offense more than a big defensive stop like that. No points. Yep. And they already had momentum. And man, I, I don't, uh, I won't say this a lot, but I watched uh, Brock Purdy, and man, that guy was calm in the pocket. I mean, he, for as young as he is, he, you know, he's doing some remarkable things there. Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't have a very good first half, or at least the first couple of first few no. drives, but no, he certainly. Uh, Turned it around there. He redeemed himself in the second half for sure. And but I mean, I was just watching him with, you know, De- you know, Detroit trying to get to him. I mean, they just, yeah, it was hard to watch. Just I, I you know, how, how does a quarterback have that much time um, in the pocket anyway? We have not seen that as Seahawk fans in uh, uh, quite a few years. I think. No. Since Hasselbeck. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, tough to watch. And the Ravens, uh, wow. I thought in my head, regard, no matter what, the Ravens are going to tie the game. They'll win it in overtime. Uh, but, wow, the the pick, the, uh, the, the fumble, uh, you got to be kidding me. Well, and the taunting right before that guy fumbled in the end zone. I mean, that guy, yeah. He, he needs to move out of the city of Baltimore. That guy, yeah. if there's a scapegoat in that game, it's say Flowers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was huge. Bringing this full circle, Zay Flowers, uh, with a little help from the Dallas defense, are what uh, cost me my playoff game. So I don't feel too bad yeah, for Zay Flowers. It's a good thing you've let that go, Kurt. Right. Really, uh, <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Kurt, what well, you didn't know is that no matter what you thought was going to happen in fantasy football, as long as the commissioner has a team in the league, no one else can win. <laughs> Until I'm proven otherwise, I'm just sticking with it. Are you, are you saying the, the, the championship script was written long ago? <laughs> it sure has. Oh, what does the logo for our fantasy football league look like? What what, colors? Well, what colors are they? It was all red. All red. Zoom in closely. There's a fifth wheel in the background. That thing. The Idaho State flag. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Yes. Idaho State flag. Yeah. Weird. 
Oh, right. Well, uh, Bert, did, uh, or Shane, did you have some, uh, did you say that uh, you had some uh, trivia? I got some questions. They are not traditional trivia. It's kind of a would you rather kind of idea. Um, yeah. Go for it, Kurt. I was going to say, yeah, I've got, I've got trivia, so we'll let's uh, do the would you rather first, then we'll okay. roll into some trivia. Yeah, no problem. And it's just kind of, a, you know, those quick round the horns, get your ideas or your thoughts. Okay, so tickets, this is uh, from, uh, you know, we have to give our, our listeners the credit. So this is from Ashley, but uh, tickets for the Super Bowl this year, she's saying, are going for an average of $10,000. Okay, just hypothetically ten grand for a ticket to the Super Bowl. The question is, if this was the 2014 Seahawks team that is playing and you can guarantee to watch your team win the Super Bowl, okay, you know the outcome, you know they're going to win, would you pay the 10 grand if it's disposable income, but it's still 10 grand, right? Would you pay it that your team is going to win and you get to experience a win at the Super Bowl? Yes or no? It's disposable income, so it's but it's still ten grand. Uh, Kurt, we'll start with you. I. So by disposable income, you mean like it's I've I've got the you money. You have the money. You have the money. This is not going to be a detriment to you know future life, but it is ten grand. Yeah, I mean, I think if I have the. Uh... If I have the money, I think I probably would. Guaranteeing you get to watch the Seahawks win the Super Bowl in the field or on the field when you're there. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. All right. Cody, how about you? Uh, I think for me it's going to be yes also because I think going to a Super Bowl is kind of like a once in a lifetime you get to do pretty much. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay, uh, Roy. Um. I, well, I have a you know Remerica, one of our uh, fellow um, uh, uh, fantasy football players and a uh, occasional podcast listener, uh, was at the Rams Super Bowl. Uh, he went um, because the Rams are his team, and uh, said it was worth every penny. Um, win or lose. Uh, yes, it's a yes from me. Um, I, I think, uh, because, um, there's a few events in your life that you can talk about over and over again. Right. And that would be one of them, you know, like going to a WrestleMania or, uh, you know, something like that. Um, it's one of those, uh, milestone events that, uh, yeah, if it's disposable, um, you, you know, then you're going regardless, win or lose, uh, you're going to go and find out. So the other question was posed, would you, would you go to the Super Bowl the following year with that result? Would you go for $1,000? And I told Ashley, you couldn't pay me $1,000 to go to the next Super Bowl. Oh, knowing the outcome? That agony of losing that game and then having to walk out of that stadium with all of those Patriot fans in your face. No uh -huh. way. 
not a chance. No, absolutely not. Well, okay, so 2014 first Super Bowl win. I, you know, that's a big event. After, so are you asking, would you go knowing they were going to lose? Yeah, or, the following year, because oh, you already okay. know the result. Yeah, would you I, go to the game? I think I'd have a hard time justifying going the second time, regardless of the price, only because I'd already experienced the first win. Um, so, but yeah, knowing that it was a loss, absolutely not. Yeah, definitely. Tough, no. tough one to stomach uh, with all of the extras on that, <laughs> no doubt. Um, all right, so the other question I have for the group is um, uh, sorry, kind of, oh, I saw that the, uh, that the Seahawks schedule has come out it's official not the official dates but the official teams because everyone's slotted as to where they're gonna you know what position in their divisions they are uh the away games other than the arizona cardinals the rams and the niners are away games the bears the lions the falcons the patriots and the jets away games home games other than the NFC West, are home games. Vikings, Packers, Giants, Bills, Dolphins, Broncos. One, two, three, four, five. So, didn't we... Is that too many? One, two, three. No, I I, I always think there's a 16th season. It's odd. Ah, Yeah, Yeah, okay. Did we we not play Detroit? I I thought we played in Detroit this, this year. We did. we did this last season. We did. Now so I think back it might to, fall into. Remember, it felt like a, call it when Cam Newton was playing. Didn't we always play the Panthers in Carolina? It felt like we were always. There. So I talked to someone who knew about this because I had the same kind of comment. So the way that the NFL schedule breaks down is they pick um, a division that you play against. So like it sounds like we we're playing against the. Uh, AFC East this year, for instance, because we have the Packers or we have the uh, yeah. the Jets, the the Pats. So we'll play against like two divisions like that. So and it sounds like we're playing against the uh, NFC Central or North, whatever the hell it's called, with the Bears and them. Yeah. And then you play. Yeah. So we finished third in the NFC West. So we'll play third place teams from other divisions. So like yep, the, that's where it comes. Uh, the Giants come in. Yeah. Like the Broncos come in. Yep. Yeah. And it just—it's a big right. rotation Falcons. type thing. Yeah. Uh, which is why there's the parity, right? So then the lower finishing teams play the lower finishing teams. Therefore, they should be able to start winning better. Right. For more games. But yeah. Those are the homes in a ways. We just don't know dates. I think there's a big, you know, obviously a big. Uh, release party kind of thing for that. But those are the home games and away games. Hmm. Any thoughts? Any any thoughts we're going to do well? Any thoughts we're not going to do well? Well, I mean, I think out of our division, the Seahawks have played pretty well with the exception of getting 
bum rushed by the Ravens, I feel like, you know, we got to take care of business in our own division. We got to split with those teams, at least with two of those teams or, you know, you know, it just, I I don't know. I I think we got to take care of business within our division first. Um, Some of these other teams, I'm not too fired up about the Broncos. I think, you know, that's a a toss-up. I think they're going to be running on a new QB. Um, Did you say we're uh, going on, we're going to the Falcons, uh, new coach? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of news in this. uh, um, Who is the other team? Including us, right? We don't know. Right, yeah, we don't know what kind of team we're going to have. (laughs) Well, right. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot on this, uh, you know, who's, who's going to be the coach. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's an awkward feeling. We haven't had this uh, uncertainty in a while. Um, all right. So final question I got for the group and uh, Cody, I'm going to start with you on this and your, uh, if you could answer. So both teams, this Super Bowl are red, white, and gold, right? Uh, or red, white, and yellow. What jersey would you prefer that the Niners wear? Would you prefer they go red or white? Uh, For me, it might be white because I'm pretty sure there's going to be two teams wearing red. Yeah, white teams would wear red. So one of them is going to be white. The other will wear the the red, I'm assuming. Um, and we'll just go a quick around the horn and I got one thought. So, uh, Kurt, what do you think the Niners should wear? I, I think the Niners should go, uh, white jerseys, white pants. I don't mind that combo. Roy? I was actually leaning towards, uh, the, the red and, uh, the gold look only because, uh, I don't know, you know, how many of these championships the Niners have been in. Uh, compared to the Chiefs, but I've never, I can't picture the Chiefs in white. I don't recall a time I've seen the Chiefs in white, so uh, I guess, you know, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, red for the Niners. So the reason I, um, that this was brought up, uh, Ash brought this up also, but uh, I saw a little snip of a podcast that the Kelty brothers are doing, right? I think that Jason Kelsey does it, but Travis is on there all the time. Um, he's not hanging out with uh, T-Swift. So, uh, but he said the offensive linemen and the tight ends will always, and the D-linemen will always wear the same color gloves if they, um, as the opponent's jersey, right? So hypothetically, if the Chiefs are wearing white, then all of the Niners will be wearing white gloves because you can't see them holding as easy, right? So keep an eye on that during the game. Whoever's wearing white, the opposing team in the trenches, they're also wearing white gloves. And then the red, those guys are going to be wearing red gloves. Now the, the wide receivers, they wear whatever color they want because they they don't really have to block as much. But those D-linemen, O-linemen, they wear the matching color gloves as the jersey of the opposing team. It makes sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. So 
I just looked it up. The Niners are the home team. So they get to pick up. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably announce it later. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, real quick. Um, so in uh, usually you have the home team in white. Or sorry, the, the visiting team in white and the home team wearing a color jersey. Yet another reason why I hate the Dallas Cowboys because they have to go and they have their wear their white uniforms at home. Yeah. Uh, no, no reason that affects me whatsoever. It just bothers me, and since it's the Cowboys, I, it bothers me that much more. There's no other team that wears white jerseys at home besides the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> America's team, my rear end. Exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, what? Okay, so that's what I had there. Sorry. Go ahead, guys. I was just going to say, before we break into the trivia, uh, Roy, I read an article today about uh, three gentlemen who were found dead in the backyard after a Kansas City watch game. However, I, 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 I almost hesitate to bring it up because the coroner's report has still not been uh, released. But they, the uh, Kansas City or whatever municipality said that they are uh, 100% investigating it as a homicide. <laughs> I guess two of the guys were brothers. Oh. And one of the dudes was found sitting in a lawn chair. Dead in a lawn chair? Three guys. Yeah. Two guys were like in the yard laying down and one guy was just sitting in the lawn chair. Um, and you would think if it was like just some dude went out and like shot him, like that would be pretty much open and shut. Like they would say, you know, three men shot at an after party. But I, I don't know. It this might be something wild, like uh, you know, slipping some something into their drinks or who knows. Yeah, yeah. I think somebody spiked the nacho cheese. Right. <laughs> Or what, what do they eat at the KC games? Barbecue, maybe? I don't know. Kurt, you've been there, right? Isn't that? I've been to KC. Uh, I got, I, all right. I gotta tell, I'll tell a quick story about my experience in Kansas City. And I don't know if I've shared this with you guys or not. I, I don't think it's been on the podcast yet. But So I was there for a uh, – I think it was the, the first Monday night game of the season. Um, would have been last year. So Chiefs were coming off the Super Bowl victory. They had a really cool outdoor thing downtown. You know, it was still summertime, so it was pretty warm. And uh, so that me and, I don't know, there's probably 3,000 people out there. It was a good time, you know. They had a big, huge screen on uh, going, and then they had uh, <clears throat> like a radio DJ there hosting the, everything. It was a big party. It was really cool. It was a bunch of bars and everything. So I found my way up to the it was standing room only. I found my way up to kind of like a, an upper concourse and I was leaning on a rail watching the game. And uh, I looked over and there was a gentleman doing, uh, cutting lines of uh, what I can only assume to be cocaine on the railing right next to me. And uh, he was cutting it with a mech with his Mexican passport. And uh, he looked like he was probably 20 and he caught, you know, he saw me kind of looking at him, and uh, he said, "Hey, man, you want to do a bump?" <laughs> I was like, "No, nah, 
I'm good. Thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for asking, but uh, no, I'm, I'm good. You guys can uh, feel free to do your rails uh, off the rail. And uh, that was the uh, one and only time in my life I've ever been offered cocaine. That's uh, that, that's my Kansas City Chiefs story. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was just out and out and like smoking weed out in public's one thing, but uh, I mean there was plenty of cops there. This dude was just out in the open, cutting up lines. All right, you do you, bud. Kansas City. Yep. All right, should we start a new one? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and welcome back to Offensive Holding. And now we are doing another discussion on trivia. I believe we're doing next, right? Yeah. Do we have a uh, Do we have a sponsor? Uh, I do not. I just have the two. Okay. So trivia today is going to be: uh, How well do you know the Seattle Seahawks? Oh, All right. So we're just going to roll right into the first question. Uh, which Seahawk has the most starts? We've got uh, there's this is multiple choice, so we've got uh, Matt Hasselbeck, Max Strong, Steve Largent, or Walter Jones. Ooh. Okay, uh, I want uh, I'm going to say Walter Jones. Okay, Cody. Uh, I'm going to. Hasselbeck. My guess immediately, Kurt, was Max Strong because uh, he seems to have played for a long time, but I, I, that was my gut, was Max Strong. Okay, we've got three different answers and three incorrect answers. That's going to be uh, Steve Largent. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Steve Largent has the uh, the most games played. Funny. Um, give me one sec, bring it back up here. Yeah, he played uh, 197. Walter Jones played 180. Oh. Next question. On which college campus did the Seahawks first hold training camp? Oh, Was this, this uh, Wazoo, Eastern, Northwest College, or the University of Washington? I just see somebody else go first. I know, okay. I know the uh, – Cody, go ahead. I'm going to take a guess and say University of Washington. All right, Kurt, I'll go because I think Roy believes that he has the right answer, and I think that he's wrong, and I think I know what Roy's going to say. Okay, so I think my initial thought was was Eastern, but I'm going to go with Northwest College as the first training camp. Okay. That's my guess. Roy, what do you got? Northwest? It's in Bellevue, I believe. Uh, also, an alum of Northwest College, or at least uh, an attendee, uh, one former employee at one Scoop. There it is. There you go. Okay. I was loaded on uh, – I, I was betting it all on the UW, but now you got oh. me 
questioning it. <laughs> Roy, I could have swore my guess was you were going to guess Easter because they were at Easter for so long. <laughs> you were going to say Easter. And now the answer better not be Easter. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Eastern Washington University. Didn't you see the plaque there that the Seahawks training camp happened here? JC, I could have swore they started somewhere before they went to Eastern Washington. So they started in Cheney at Eastern Washington, then they moved to Kirkland. It doesn't specify where in Kirkland, and then uh, down to the VBAC. So, okay. I, I got steered off because remember when they were working on uh, Century Link or whatever link it is now, uh, they played at the UW, right? And I just assumed there was this long lineage and history that uh, partnership that the Seahawks had with the UW. Hook, line, and stinker. Dang it. All right, next question. John Elway passed for 432 yards against the Seahawks in 1985, but it's not the most ever. Who holds the record for most passing yards in a single game versus the Seahawks? Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, or Dan Marino? This is a tough one. Yeah. Um, can we just point out right now that we are lifelong Seahawk fans and nobody's gotten one right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll go first on this one. I My first guess was going to be someone random. If you had a random option, Kurt, I would have taken it. Like a Gus Farad. Right. Some crazy thing that we just, you know, the guy comes out of nowhere. Nick Gardner, Mullins, right? He throws for 505 or something. Um, I will say that it's Dan Marino. Cody? I'm going to say Manning. Okay. Manning? Uh, okay, Matt, most passing yards. I'm going to say uh, just the oddball here to me what is Roethlisberger. Roy, you are correct. Ben Roethlisberger lit the Seahawks secondary up, uh, throwing for 456 yards in a losing effort. Now this says oh, it says this season, but I don't know how old this thing is. But uh, he so he threw for 456 and lost in 2010. Philip Rivers threw for 455 against the Seahawks and also lost. Wow. It feels like 200 of that had to be in the fourth quarter in garbage time, yeah. right? Not often you wow. throw for 456 now, yards I, of the leaves. Uh, Cody got the chance to answer. Cody, was your answer also Roethlisberger? No, no I didn't. Manning. He said Manning, yeah. Oh, he said Manning. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, we but got... I, my strategy there was the strategy I should have used uh, in the other trivia question with Eastern Washington. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, 
Cody, this might be a little bit before your time, so I'll need a guess, though. Brian the Boz Bosworth and Steve Largent retired in the same year. What year was it? 87, 91, 89, or 93? So I had a Brian Bosworth rookie card, and I thought it was going to be how I retire early when I had this football card. Uh, I'm going to say that it was 90 – what did you say, 91 was an option? I'll say 91. Yep, 91's an option. Cody? I'm going to go with 93. 93, okay. So, Kurt, before you gave the multiple choice, in my head, I was thinking 86, 87. 87 was the first thought. But then Shane, with his rookie card, it's... Uh, I was in the seventh Shane. grade, Roy, when I got this rookie card. <laughs> I was standing out front to watch the Rogers versus Puyallup football game. They were both ranked. I don't know why I remember this. They were both ranked. Uh, one of the Heward boys was a Puyallup football co- uh, quarterback. And uh, we were standing outside the Spark Stadium waiting in line to go. And I opened up the package, and I got a Bosworth rookie card. And I thought this is the greatest day of my life. Ooh, one of the Heward boys. Yeah, so I don't okay, know well, I was 7th grade, but that's when the rookie card went. Did you, uh, did you go running home like when Charlie found the golden ticket? I remember it was raining slightly, and I thought, oh my god, the rain's going to ruin my Bosworth rookie card. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to, okay, I'm not convinced it's 87. I'm going to split the difference and go with uh, 89. Okay, and the correct answer is 89. Oh, good job, Roy. Nice. Okay, follow-up uh, question for extra points. How many seasons did the Boz play? Uh, two? Three? Uh, I'll say two. Two? It probably was I, more, but... I think that the answer is... Because I believe that rookie card was in 86 or 87. No, 85. Is that right? I think he played four years. Cody? Uh, I'm going to go with five. He played for three. Three years? That's it? Yep. Wow. Okay, now final question. It's one that's uh, very near and dear to all of our hearts. Who was the only Seahawk ever to wear number 12? Multiple choice. You got Dave Craig, Sam Adkins, Jim Zorn, Rick Meyer, or Warren Moon? Well, it would have to be at the beginning, right? So I'll say Zorn. Yeah. Cody? Uh, I'm going to go with Warren Moon. Ooh. I'm going to say Adkins. Correct answer is Sam Adkins. 
The wow. Seahawks officially retired the number 12 on December 15, 1984, prior to the team's regular season finale against the Broncos. I, well, uh, I fashioned myself a pretty thick Seahawk fan. I got zero right. Um, Those were tough. Which is very embarrassing. <laughs> I feel like um, I, I was thinking it wasn't Warren, Warren Moon was a low number. I thought he was. Uh, Warren Moon like was number. Or... He was number one. One, right? Okay. He was. And... Warren Moon was number one. Zorn was ten. Zorn was ten. I thought maybe he wore a twelve before he was ten or something. I don't. And Rick Meyer was number three, and the only reason I know that is because I. I can't remember what they're called. Remember the little, they're like action figures of the, uh, but they're like athletes. I can't think of what they what they are, what they're called. But I had a Rick Meyer, like action figure. I gotta find out what those things are called now. It's gonna drive me nuts. I had a yeah, I had a Rick Meyer action figure. I had a whole bunch of them. Just just because you took a blue sharpie. Yeah, to a Ken doll, Kurt, doesn't make it a Seahawk action figure. <laughs> I got a. What the hell are those things called? <laughs> now I got to Google. I question, I'm questioning everything I know, though, because Shane was so compelling with his 1991 recap that I thought oh, first. Yeah. Well, it was a good story. Well, the details of that story are true. The years and dates were wrong. <laughs> now, is that uh, sales 101? If I tell you a compelling story, that's all that matters. I don't know if it's good. Do you guys oh, re- yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. I had a whole bunch of those. I... Do you, have you ever heard of the, the Giants tight end, uh, Rick Bavaro? Do you remember him at all? Oh, yeah. I had the Bavaro. Don't ask me why, but I had the, the Bavaro action figure. I'm also thinking, Kurt, if you had one of those as a kid, you must have grown up on the affluent side of the tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, ritzy part of Sumner, Washington, you know, we're just uh, – a scant three doors down from the crematorium at the cemetery. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you can always tell when they're uh, when they're in business if the wind was blowing right. Yeah. When the smoke stacks were flying. Exactly. Poison. <laughs> nice. Uh, boy, I got, uh, Kurt, you, you got any more trivia? Nope, that's it for me. Okay, I have a new segment, guys. This is this segment is called a follow-up. Um, this is where we were, I was going to ask Roy about the KC Chiefs fans' death, uh, but that is TBD, right? Yeah. So there's still follow-up coming, but follow-ups. So we'll start with Kurt, you on the follow-up. Um, where in the world is your cuckoo clock? Ah, well, let's, uh, this is going to make for great podcasting, but uh, we'll oh, take... We have a real update here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a live, a live wow. update. Now, okay. 
play-by-play here, Kurt. You're, you're in the main floor of your, your house currently? Correct. So let me set the stage. Uh, my, my beautiful wife has been in California the past uh, two weeks that we've recorded the podcast. So I can podcast from anywhere in the house without uh, interrupting her watching uh, TikToks. So <laughs> normal, my normal podcast lair is the basement. Um, and so I thought that it would only be fitting if, uh, you know, I put the uh, cuckoo clock up in the, the normal pod zone. So there she be. <laughs> it is that. Voila. All right. Now, the downside of having it so far away from uh, where I normally uh, am is that uh, in order for a cuckoo clock to properly operate, it has to be wound every day. And uh, I remembered the very first day when I hung it up about a month ago, and I have forgotten every day since. So <laughs> she's not uh, not cuckooing or clocking currently. Uh, that's really great news. Yeah, it's up. Also, I was just thinking how great it would be if you would have fallen down the stairs while you were holding your, your laptop and live. Uh, okay, that would have really happened. That, we got an update on the on the cuckoo clock. Shane, that probably would have been the end of uh, dry January <laughs> had Kurt uh, stumbled down the stairs. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Um, all right. Well, um, awesome. We'll check that off the list of follow-ups. Roy, there's a follow-up for you. Um, you had homework a couple of podcasts ago, and I don't remember getting the invite. So maybe you've done it. I'm just not on the invite list. But I don't believe that you have an Instagram page. <laughs> Very true. I have not done that yet, but... I'm going to write it down on my little sign here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As a well, reminder. <laughs> yeah, good. Because I did some research, Roy. And uh, when I looked up the uh, Instagram name RDD, uh, that was not you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's taken. It only yeah, took him about. It only took about 15 minutes of scrolling through the pictures to realize it wasn't you. There has to be proper research, Kurt. So, so what you're saying is I should also confirm that it's not me. Right. <laughs> you should, boy. It's important. Uh, got it. Instagram. R, yes. Uh, R-double-D. Is that uh, with an O-U? You're right. Right. Sure, they're not imposters. <laughs> uh, Cody, are you uh, are you gonna get on the Instagram? Uh... Uh, maybe at some point. Maybe at some point. Uh, what? Uh, uh, you'll surprise us with a name, I'm sure. Oh yeah. I will say that if if the group all 
gets on the Instagram, uh, it increases the amount of dumb, funny jokes you can send uh, by hitting two buttons. Absolutely. There is real gold out there. Yeah, there is. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yes, next podcast we will have that rectified, uh, Shane. Follow-up. So now uh, we'll need to add to the follow-ups. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, we should find out who the only father and son duo is. Yeah, that, put that on the uh, the follow up <laughs> list. That's right. That's a. I think that's a good segment. That's a, a good a good closing segment for the show is to follow up on the the unfinished business. Yes, that's right. Yeah, old business. Old business. There you go. Well, what do we think? Yeah. I think good. Um, you look like you're Googling something there, Roy. I'm, there's an answer for the next uh, episode, but I still... Sorry, have Matt's done. Instagram page. He's scrolling R double D. I think you're right, Shane. Yeah, me too. Yeah, hey, look at him. Look how he's focused. <laughs> uh, hey, these uh, that, this double D thing is 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 uh, is real. <laughs> All right, yeah. Oh, Melanie is um, <laughs> Cody fell asleep. So. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, I found somebody. Uh, I'm going to save it for the next uh, podcast. All right. It's no. It's not a household name for sure. Perfect. Cody, you want to take us out? Yeah, I can wrap it up. All right. I want to thank everybody for listening to Office of Poldy, as we will catch you next time.